1: welcome once again to another match day edition of the Leeds that podcast i'm paul and today i'm joined by andy hello paul tonight we're going to discuss our home fixture against southampton which complete our first round of fixtures much delayed coming up we'll discuss our head-to-head record speculate on the lineup give our predictions for the game and as always afterwards we'll have a chat with hopefully a better feeling than i had on friday night so we're a few days on now, removed from the uh, Wolves game. How are you feeling, Andy? I'm feeling all right, mate. How's your head? Is it settled down yet? I Don't know what you're referring to, my friend. All <laughs> I'll say is Mr. Cronin and Mr. Berg are not my friends anymore. I'm not a fan of the year uh, 1664. So I did. I was annoyed about the Wolves game though because it, it didn't of...
0: show. It didn't show at all, mate. When you said, "Oh, I don't want to get into Europe next year. What planet are you on?"
1: If I said next year... You mean... I maintain that I don't want to qualify for Europe this season.
0: Right, let's just move on. Before we start arguing
1: about that guff again... I I couldn't remember whether we'd said that before the podcast or after the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know if it was pre-match or post-match, but I maintain it. It's so nice having the higher ground for once. I thought that it would be nice for our listeners to have a juxtaposition. It was picked up on mate. It was duly noted. Anyway... There's quite a lot of good things to talk about today, isn't there? There are an awful lot of good things to talk about today. Marcelo Bielsa's press conference. Today's
0: Monday for us, by the way. We're recording the night before because six o'clock on a Tuesday is no good for anybody, is it? Let's be fair.
1: No, exactly. So, yeah, it's the day of the press conference and Marcelo Bielsa's been talking about his future. And that's a bruised bonus, isn't it?
0: The fact he's even talking about his future.
1: We always have assumed that partially and maybe we've been primed for this by Razani that because of the fact that he is a, a man of a certain age that's living away from his family and has lived away from his family through a pandemic as well, that he may choose to go home. And
0: He is home, he, mate. He is home. He's alluded to that today.
1: He's said, said some beautiful things about the club and that it's not really a question of whether he wants to stay. It's whether or not... Uh, the club want him to continue to be part of the project.
0: I bloody love him.
1: He says some, such wonderful things.
0: I just, I just, I hope he's like Benjamin Button and he's just kind of getting younger. That's how it works, isn't it? Born he's old not, man.
1: He, he's not that. I've seen some pictures from him in the 70s and he was fit.
0: I bet he was a right. Anyway, let's let's not get into that. We can't talk ill of the, of the great man. But then other great news today as well. That div with floppy air, Bojo. Has just said that we might be in for the West Brom
1: game, nine thousand of us. How sick would that be? Although, then they're uh, reasonable odds, I guess. It depends on how they do the ballot, isn't it? What you've got probably a one in three or a one in four chance of of whether they stick to the original groupings from before of of our little group coming out and getting to go and stand in the ground and watch us play a championship side. <laughs>
0: yeah but we'd get to say goodbye to pablo and it'd be beautiful wouldn't
1: it oh man yeah i'm gonna it's it's gonna cause such fights i've seen people saying just don't let anyone in it's not fair just full crowd or no crowd what i'll say is i wish i will be horrendously jealous if i don't get to go but i will wish everybody all the best and i trust trust the process and i won't i won't play any of the I've had my season ticket X amount of times or I've been to 12 away games last year or any cards like that it's just out and out it's a crummy situation there's going to be winners and losers who says crummy? don't know it was very polite wasn't it? it was bloody awful mate but it's great that somebody will get to see Leeds United in the Premier League this season other than Chelsea fans
0: yeah it's exciting mate it's exciting so all in all a pretty decent Monday as far as Mondays go
1: Not so shabby. Right. As I said before, we're playing Southampton. Our head-to-head fixture record against them is 145, drawn 20, and lost 27. We haven't played Southampton since 30th of October 2012, which resulted in a 3-0 Home League Cup victory, uh, where James Ward-Prowse was playing for them that day. They also had Luke Shaw on the bench. They also talk very fondly about their last performance at Elland Road, which was in the championship where they won 1-0. Kelvin uh,
0: Davis got mad of the match by yes. absolute distance. And had the greatest game I've ever seen a goalkeeper have <laughs> it, ever in the history of the whole sport.
1: Yep. They call it that Kelvin performance. So, you know, I'd forgotten about it, obviously, but mm. it's, it's nice to see what other clubs cling on to, Mate, it, cling sticks, on to all sorts.
0: it sticks in my head that one I could not believe it we threw everything at him that day
1: we absolutely battered him
0: but we we will always have that 4-3 at their place won't we
1: we will exactly I'll tell you what sticks in my memory from Southampton the last time we played them in the Premier League it was either the last time or the penultimate time but it was when I had a season ticket and Radderby was off the pitch injured and they scored from a ridiculously long free kick that was a cross it was horrendous basically it was when everything that kind of stuff a lot of leads that was happening being a day ahead of the game we don't have the team lineup. do you think he will stick with the team that we started on Friday?
0: I think so yeah the only change it might make is to bring in Lorente, but I don't know who for because I think strike has been really good at centre-half and I thought Jamie Shaq played well. It's, it's a tricky one because we didn't deserve to lose that Wolves game as I think he might have mentioned once or twice. Um, remind me, how did you
1: think Tyler Roberts played on Friday night?
0: I just thought he was all right. And it wasn't anything special in my book. Why are you thinking he's uh, he's not going to get the nod?
1: No, I think he is going to get the nod. I think Bales has said that he's done enough to start today as part of his press conference and that what, what Tyler Roberts needs is consistency in his starting place. So uh, he, he's going to get that.
0: I'll, I'll go with that. It, it wasn't bad. He just didn't set the world alight, did he?
1: Don't remember, mate, but I think it was his through ball for uh, that not offside goal that's wound me up even more. Since yeah, it's just subjective those things. It's really irritating that, that obviously flag's gone up anyway. But when you're drawing lines on a frame by foot, have you seen the margin of error that you can get in drawing them lines?
0: Yeah, like a, like a
1: meter and a half or something stupid. It's making Let the, the game better.
0: Ba- it's, it's making the game better though. Paddy said it himself.
1: I know, but uh, I mean, regardless, it would never have proved that he was onside. It's the rule that's pants because the liner had put his flag up. So you'd never, unless the rule was, if you're some kind of level, but we're not talking about that game anymore. But I don't think we're going to take too many negatives out of it. I think we did enough to win a few games in that game. Equally, Manchester City have gone to Arsenal yesterday, won one nil and uh, I think that was the only shot on target in the entire game, in the second minute so we outscored Manchester City at Arsenal still got turned over Uh, opposition forums on the Saints website, they said, one of them said I think this is where we turn it around (laughs) I love this actually, I think this is where we turn it around back in our favour again this is not based on recent form or my opinion, sometimes you have to just listen to what the raccoon in your garden tells you (laughs) Uh, it was basically a, a forum full of people saying Leeds concede a lot of goals Leeds score a lot of goals no one could predict the Leeds game so i've just got to look for funny stuff on forums at the moment um southampton had lost six in a row and i was chuffed that they got a result against chelsea for for many reasons because if they turn up having lost seven in a row you know what's happening don't you yeah, but you're guaranteed you it's not one in eight. Yeah, but I prefer that to the to the previous thing, and th- actually, there's more of an expectation on them now. Having having got a point against Chelsea, and their manager said a lot of stuff about. Bielsa's footballing philosophy is the complete opposite of his. He's like he said that they're like black to his white, and how uh, he's interested to see it going up against uh, one another. So, I don't think he'll be on the shortlist for replacing Bielsa if he does ever leave, because I think we need someone who's going to continue that philosophy. How, One could, of the...
0: he, how could he say that,
1: right? If Bielsa's philosophy is
0: all out attack, yeah? Does that mean that his is all out defence? Yeah,
1: it? I think there's how, a lot of. Well,
0: well, how come they've lost 9 0 twice in the last 12 months?
1: Well, his philosophy's fallen apart in that, and he's embarrassed by those. One of the things well, A few bits that I picked up on Was that the reason that they said That they struggled in that game Against that team Was uh, that they had a very high press And, and that they got done on the press With the aggression So that's something that they were worried about Against us um, One of their fans said That you get one of these little nuggets On every forum as well Bielsa is the greatest manager ever To sit on a blue bucket And not bother learning a foreign language After three years in the country How can we possibly beat them?
0: <laughs> oh jeez people
1: that do their own work don't they mate it's it's easy to just go with the media narrative it's uh a, a lot of the media like a lot of the pundits as we know like to just stick to the take the easy route it's nice when people take a refreshing route i actually saw jake Humphreys, who have who works on bt presenting he put on twitter the other night he got he got wound up last night it was uh when the commentary team were referring to United uh, when Manchester were playing Newcastle. He said, it's disrespectful, In it? He said, I-, I don't have a clue which team they're talking about when they'd refer to United.
0: Where's your where's your head at with this game, Paul? Because Southampton seem to be a little bit like us. They're either bang on it. I know they've not won in seven or eight, or what we said. But they're a really good start to the season. They've got some really handy players. Where's your head at with it? Because if you look at Danny Ings, Shea Adams and James Ward-Prowse. They've got some real tricky players, some specialists in what they do. Then they've got Nathan Redmond, who's pretty quick. And they've got a Pontus Janssen-type guy in, is it Benderek at the back? Mm Or what's he called? That massive
1: dude. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Basically, my head is at this, that their season has uh, swung massively. Our our season has been consistently inconsistent, whereas theirs was pretty decent. And then utter trash they, come, they obviously couldn't buy a result and and looks like every time they hit a football pitch that they're going to get some kind of d- disaster is going to be them. but I do think they'll have got confidence from that result of the weekend they played what 12 15 hours us, so I don't know how, how much of a difference that makes with the journey negligible probably but they're going to dig in and it's going to be I I hope a similar Result, but similar kind of challenge to the Crystal Palace game, I imagine. When you see the result that Everton got at at Anfield at the weekend and how they've come on and and cracked on again, and I think, again, that's a game that's frustrating that we lost. They've they've got an excellent away form, Everton. But those kind of games, the Crystal Palace game, scoring early and getting ahead, that was brilliant. Mm. We do need a result. We need a result because um, that huge margin we had from the relegation zone has been chomped up a little bit. And there's a lot of teams beneath us, so I'm not I'm not concerned. But you want it to stay as that gap, so you feel we need to keep the, the scoreboard mm. ticking over.
0: I think we're a bit stupid. I don't know why I'm saying this. It's got Leeds are written all over it. it we're something like 200 to 1 now to get relegated.
1: I mean, that's not worth a tenner, is it? I know people who would when they see that. They'll start lumping on just a little bit just to take the edge off.
0: Well, I think we're fine, aren't we? We just need to, as you say, get over that
1: line. If we can do it against Southampton, that'd be great. Well, according to El Loco Joe... Love you. And another similarity from the Crystal Palace game is that the referee is Andre Mariner, who only two weeks ago took charge of our 2-0 win. And he had a good, good game that night. There was nothing you could complain about. A palace didn't up there. no he didn't need to ref it especially <laughs> so that leaves us just yeah we've talked about it a little bit but we haven't gone straight in for it but predictions what are you going with we've been wildly wrong we've been really confident in the last couple of games and it's been somewhat misplaced so does that bring you back down to earth do you feel that this is the kind of game where a draw would represent a good turnaround in our fortunes or is your head going it's a big win
0: It's going to be 4-1 to Leeds United. There we are. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling confident. I don't know why. It could be completely misplaced, but I think that we'll do well. I think we'll get a fast start. I think the boys will be a bit irritated after the Wolves game, especially Paddy Bamford. I just hope we don't go too far to side. And We're trying too hard. But the way we played the United, it's got to give confidence that we're here to belong. We're, we're, We're decent and we can shut teams out, I think they'll be annoyed that we didn't get a shutout of the other night. Like, I think I use that as my word, didn't I? I think they'll be annoyed, but I can see us conceding from set-piece because, as I've said earlier, Ward Browse is unbelievable in those situations, isn't it? either taking a corner, crossing it, you or know, have we seen a free kick? I think he's got most free kicks in the Premier League, has he? Direct ones in the oh, last man. couple of years. So I, I think some it will go like that against us, but I think we'll put pedal to the metal and I'd absolutely go for it Jack Harrison was off the other night I think he'll be up for it just feel ready for it I think we'll
1: we'll go for it what are you saying? <sighs> um you'll go for a draw are right? after i yeah, I was going to go two all in, in an entertaining fashion but I, I am going to go with that but I'm, I'm I just hope obviously that I'm that I'm wrong I think there'll be goals I hope there's the right kind of goals as in Late ones. Late ones.
0: Look at you getting it wrong, said it's going to, keeper's going to throw it at net as well, by the way.
1: Yeah, and I realised that afterwards, didn't I? Not like, not immediately afterwards when I was somewhat frustratedly inebriated, but next day or something, I said the keeper's going to throw one in. Ugh. Gutted. I'm gutted for him. I'm still in that place. I'm, I'm gutted that the game's not now. That's what I'm really gutted about that we've got to do this because we're playing six. Why are we playing at six o'clock? There's no need for it. There's no other games on. Is is it Champions League? So we don't clash with the Champions League schedule. And who cares about that, really? Stupid broadcasters. Go on then, what's your word? Optimistic. For a draw? I'm optimistic that I'm wrong. Yeah. I've convinced myself now. I'm optimistic that it's going to be good and that we're going to. I'm just going to spend the next 24 hours excited about this game, buzzing for kickoff. Hopefully by this time tomorrow when we sit down for our post-match, I'll uh, just be optimistic about the Aston Villa game. You want a result now that carries us forwards to the weekend and lifts your week. How about you?
0: Click. Leeds United are going to click again. Matthias Click is going to be back to his best. He's going to score a couple of his goals. He's scored at championship in an absolute
1: click-click boomers and it's going to just dictate how we play. Perfect. Well, I, I'll, I'll definitely have a bit of that. I'm. It. It's due it, isn't it? Yeah, definitely.
0: And do you know what? I think, so I think tomorrow night's the one for it.
1: Perfect. Well, I shall look forward to you being right and we will discuss it all after this. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. Right, well, we're back and it's finished Leeds United 3, Southampton 0. What did you make of that, Andy?
0: I just feel sorry for you, mate. Why? I can, just, I can hear the disappointment in your face that we're going to be playing Europa league football next season.
1: Da- <laughs> yeah, you know, I've spoken to a few people about that who are equally terrified.
0: Mate, you're a bunch of bitches. It'll be class.
1: <laughs> There's a long way to go for that, but the important milestone... Oh, yeah. It's a a massively important
0: milestone. And now, why I'm joking about Europa League is because if you look, that we're safe now. We are safe. We've been saying 35 points for a few weeks now, haven't we? We're safe now, yeah? Imagine what we're going to be like playing with the shackles off now.
1: (laughs) Well, we've got 13 games left, of which the last one we may or may not be there for, but we've passed our previous Premier League total. Premier League season total, the relegation season, so yeah, we're getting into good kind of territory, you're right.
0: So yeah, 3-0. It could have been 7-1. It could
1: It could have been anything. The first half was like a bit of a game of basketball, it was back and forth, but the referee, you can't say he got it spot on, because that would like, he had a perfect view of that penalty that wasn't a penalty.
0: Yeah, but in fairness he's turned it over. Yeah. So, right, that's that. And... It, Southampton, obviously, then with the next one. It's ironic they're called the Saints because they've been sinners. They're trying to cheat the way to victory tonight.
1: Well, I'll tell you what they did that, while well, I remember that, wound me up the most was I think they stole the most yards on a football field for taking throw ins. Well, ever? This season. Other teams have done it before, but it winds me up when they pick it up and run. And I know everyone does it, but they just, it was noticeable the yardage they stole. But again, no need for sour grapes because we whooped them in the end.
0: Oh, mate! It could have been. It could have been a cricket score in second half. Um, should we just bypass the first half and get straight into the glory of the second? Then,
1: what is there in the first half to talk about? I'll tell you what. I, I think that they uh, exposed the fact, and I don't think we ever get credit for this or or acknowledgement for this. That that defensive lineup was playing for the first time together again. And it's it like, so they've obviously, Hassan Hotel has, has seen that if you go and press and put people under pressure, particularly people who haven't played necessarily and, and get in their faces, then A, they're learning new positions. B, as in with each other. B, they haven't played. And Lorente just hasn't played full stop. Lorente has completed a full game. Kudos, my friend.
0: And it was good. Um I need to make... An apology for my performance in the first half of the podcast.
1: Why? What?
0: Because I got one of their players wrong. I got the name right, but the player wrong. I mentioned and referenced Benderek as being class when I actually went Vestergaard. But it turns out he would guff tonight anyway.
1: We're not going to go on about the first half. But when uh, when when he sort of brushed Bamford off and Bamford went down, he he was having to go at Bamford because Bamford was appealing for a corner. He wasn't appealing for a penalty. He was just being cheeky and asking for a corner. And that's why he told him quite audibly to do one in less polite language. But anyway, second half. Well, no, there's two bits.
0: First half we need to talk about about Leeds. Because one player I thought had a very good game today was Tyler Roberts. And he's absolutely skydward in first half. And Rafinha
1: should have scored as well. Rafinha, I'm surprised that for Rafinha's genius, and he'd already had a look, he wasn't aware where the the defender was because that was a smashing tackle. Yeah,
0: and as we say, Roberts, when he skied it.
1: Well, he skied, he he skied one. Pablo skied a difficult chance in the second half. Tyler's put one just wide. Tyler, I don't know if he's overthinking it. I said this before, he needs a goal. He he desperately needs a goal. Um, They were very good,
0: very, very good to that, I think.
1: But I assume he'll start again on Saturday. We'll have to see how injured Click is. Uh, I thought Alioski. I, I think what we miss when Alioski isn't on, which we have to kind of compensate for, is the the overlapping runs and the and the the distance he does get forward, um, and it doesn't happen in quite the same way when he's not playing. And I see a lot of people trash Alioski and say how pleased they are that he's finally got out of the team, etc. But well, he I mean, makes it makes a difference. But the man who really made a difference for me, and obviously it's easy to say, Rafini's gonna get all the credit and did from the pundits, but I thought Helder Costa had a hell of a game. That was caffeinated. Yeah.
0: It was, wasn't it? He it it was good tonight. Although he skied one too, didn't he?
1: Yeah, but I mean he he did some really clever build-up play. And he did some brilliant defensive tracking back as well.
0: He's rapid, isn't he?
1: Yeah. He is rapid. And I think it's very—he's he, required very clever management by a, by a Bielsa, and yeah, he might not be here next season or the season after, depending on where we strengthen or or what, however it goes. But Bielsa is, I think, getting the most out of him uh, in the way he's utilising him at the moment.
0: That's his best performance since the Fulham game, by some distance. It was very good second half when he came on for Jack Harrison. But like, we, we, we're pushing past everything. Let's talk goal through goal
1: then. Sky's missed it, but Tyler Roberts has played a beautiful, uh, perfectly weighted through ball. And Patrick Bamford has scored an absolute worldie of a finish. That is Um, really difficult to do from there.
0: Rewind again, mate. The has played a beautiful pass to Roberts.
1: He has. He has. And then the chance that Bamford had after that, where he probably should have left it for, for Costa, he's taken on his right. He hasn't spooned it or anything he's hit it straight at the keeper but then commentator's going on about uh, how that's a championship finish and he's got to wash that out it's just like two minutes before that he just scored an absolute brilliant goal yeah but Andy Inchcliffe's the championship commentator mate so it's true he's only getting these games due to the extra fixtures because of the uh, because of the pandemic so I can't see him getting a promotion at the end of it
0: and then your mate Elder Costa sets up Stuart Dallas for his one
1: yeah that um, mess. What did he say? Messy or a scuff? Unclean finish. It was a brilliant finish.
0: Yeah, it's it's taken a big deflection, hasn't it? But he's he's got the ball out from his feet very well there.
1: It was it was a great finish, and I, I'm chuffed for him. And what he showed there that he has that Rafinha doesn't have, which is really important, is the ability to get a name printed on a shirt that you can hold up and not get a yellow card for, <laughs> rather than scribbling it on your vest.
0: Yeah, but that looks for it, written every person he's ever met in his life on that vest, didn't he? <laughs> I'd love to know what it said. I'm sure it was something lovely and sentimental, but I'm, I'm
1: sure my, my Portuguese is brilliant. I was just looking for the word Liverpool and uh, terrified. <laughs> it was like, I'm a bit coming out, come and get me.
0: I think um, Lorente had a very good game for, his first, for his first full game. I thought Rafinha was off the boil in the first half to be fair when when there was the penalty that wasn't he gave the ball away twice in build up He did
1: his passing range was off it was definitely off in the first uh, in the first half it just I think they all were and just a quick word for the pitch we need a big substitution on that again (laughs) can't wait to get a new, new pitch can't wait
0: I I'm also very excited for the future of Leeds I know we all are but look at look at the team that we've got again. That was pretty much a championship, promotion-winning side without some of the more influential players in it, wasn't it? Melier's now done the record, has he? For
1: yep, he's uh, done. He's done the record for the most clean sheets for an under twenty-one goalkeeper in the Premier League.
0: Yeah, and in he's had, season, and how many games are left?
1: Thirteen. Thirteen. So hopefully, you can hopefully extend that record. Hopefully, hey, if, if he if if he if he gets it to. I think it's seven or eight, whichever it is. Is he on eight already? If he adds another thirteen to it, we'll be playing in the Champions League next season. Never mind Europa, and you'll be devastated. No, I'll, I'll be I'll be hoping that the investors have got deep, deep pockets because uh, the squad we do not have a squad capable of competing in Europe. I was actually chatting to a Burnley fan about this today. What? Because um, in my day job, I uh, encounter a variety of Burnley fans. Oh, the Dingles. And they were talking about their adventures in Europe and and refer it but it was because of this, because someone maybe someone I was talking to had listened to what I'd said as well. But they were talking about Wolves and and teams that have not quite had the same season when you don't have the depth. The, but mate, Europe's Europe's coming eventually. Don't worry about it. Don't get greedy. Don't get greedy.
0: I'd just play the kids in Europe. If we got to Champions League next season, I'd just let like Ollie Casey and so Crestwell start at the back. I've put Geldart and Greenwood up. And just have a go. Get humiliated, but cash all the money and spend it on the chatting absolute guff here. I'm just—it's just so exciting. Um, who's your man of the match from all that? Then
1: this isn't a man of the match, but it's a—it's a word. I asked Sarah Morris uh, what what a word was because uh, she said, great win, But we should have had them dead and buried in the first half. We need to start playing the full ninety. She often sends in a word, so I asked her what a word was, and she said. Dallas. She's she a big fan of the soaps? We always talk about Stuart Dallas. We go to Stuart Dallas as our man of the match when we've lost or struggled and can't pick someone out of a bunch of guff, um, to use an Andy word. But I'm not giving Stuart Dallas my man of the match. However, he was brilliant again today.
0: Yeah, outstanding. So he played three positions and smashed them all. And when, it, you've got, uh, when you've uh, right got... I think he, he's played left back, defensive mid and attacking mid, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, and when you've got him in your fantasy team as a defender, he's a cracking player to have.
0: So, are so you going to get Costa then?
1: No, no. Again, again, I'd, I'd be tempted to. I think Alder Costa did really well. I think Patrick Bamford will, if he scored and it's finished one nil, people might be looking at Bamford and giving it Patrick Bamford because we've had further goals in the in the game than people look at Rafinha. I thought I thought Pablo did better when he came on today than he has done recently. Yeah, I thought. Thought he did really well. Thought Tyler Roberts did really well. Um, James has put on Twitter at some point during the second half that how good Liam Cooper was. Yeah. So basically, anyone except for Strike, I reckon. It was good. It was it was fine, and he's grown into it. I think Luke Ayling was a bit off the boil again, but it was part of that right hand side where they were attacking a lot on the left hand side in that first twenty five minutes, and we we were struggling to get out. Yeah. But yeah. So overall. I'll tell you what, I will give it Helder Costa. Oh, will you? Yeah. Yes, because I'm really chuffed for him because we need him to step up. And and he's actually done what he needed to. He's put pressure on Harrison now with those performances. I don't know if Harrison's injured or whether there just wasn't enough distribution, whatever hasn't happened recently for him. And it's great that Helder Costa stepped up. So I'm going to go Helder Costa today. How about you?
0: Elan Melier.
1: Is your man of the match?
0: Oh, yeah. I thought he was after the week's... Couple of last games he's had, the performance he put in today to keep us in the game was outstanding. He made three or four vital saves at nil-nil and one nil. That if they go in, it's a different game completely. I thought it was unbelievable. His distribution again was pretty much spot on and he's kept himself a clean sheet. I think he's been and, and broken a record.
1: Sorry.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, like you say, he's broken a record and he's been reliable. So
1: yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the future. Kid's are all right. It's easy to go Rafinha, like it was easy to go Ben White last season. And, I thought
0: Rafinha um, were poor in first half.
1: Yeah, but he's been—he he was hugely influential. And what when he's pulled it back twice for shots that should have been goals and or should have at least hit the target? And you're thinking, if we have someone lethal in there, if we can find a, a, not instead of Bamford because those chances didn't actually fall to Bamford. But the other players around him, if we have someone lethal... It'd have, Rodrigo, it'd have
0: been Rodrigo if Rodrigo were fit.
1: Yeah. If, yes, Rodrigo's, if
0: Rodrigo's in that team today, it's 5 now, 6 now.
1: Yeah, Hey, mate, we're quite good. Maybe you'll talk me into this European dream. After well, all, we'll see.
0: What's your word then?
1: My word is smug, which is a variation of Grinners. But it's nice to feel smug. I've said before it sets the tone for your week and I know we've only got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday but we can have that little smile that little everyone's going to want to talk say how good leads were people text you go I've had text saying oh, that, I want Rafinha at Liverpool it's like yeah Liverpool can do one so I'll do I, and actually what I said which will it goes against everything I said whilst in a uh, slightly altered state was that I hope we make enough progress fast enough to uh, meet his ambition I'm so, smiling I'm smiling so uh, what's your word? Safe,
0: safe as houses,
1: mate. We're good
0: now, we can enjoy it. I, I'm looking forward to watching what we're like with the shackles off. Because what we're now, 13 points ahead of Fulham, who were in 18th, yeah? And yeah. Uh, everyone else is behind us, aren't they? So, you know, yeah. we're all right. We've still got West Brom to play, still got Sheffield United to play, still got Fulham to play, got Southampton again. Yeah, We've got, we've got Burnley again. We've got plenty of these teams. We've got Brighton again. Plenty of these teams below us to go
1: again, haven't we? So, um... We're 13 points ahead with 13 games left. So they've got to make up a five-game swing on us in in 13 games, which is a huge amount. And everyone else has to as well, including Arsenal, who are below us. <laughs> and Arsenal, it's, right. it's really frustrating that Arsenal and Wolves are below us. If like we... We could be we could be sixth now. We could be sixth if we'd.
0: uh, We can't look at it like that, mate. That's that's the laws of football, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's the laws. We
0: could could be top if we won all games,
1: and we could be bottom if we'd lost them all, like Sheffield United. So, uh, (laughs) if I'm one at cartoon army, I'm getting worried big time. They are. They've got third worst goal difference. The three points ahead of Fulham. There's some big fixtures coming up. It's uh. He's looking bleak down there. It's nice to be able to look. I mean, I can barely see him.
0: That's another thing we can't now. In top off, that's another thing that we've got to talk about, mate. Is that we're on zero goal difference now?
1: I can't believe. I can't believe we're on zero. Like it's the happiest I've been to be on zero since we uh, chalked off that minus fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: mate, well let's enjoy tonight. Wrap us up. Go on.
1: Well. I think, as I said, you've got a few days there to enjoy that before we're back with our Aston Villa podcast. Hopefully that, you know, we'll continue that little bit of momentum. We've done well on that terrible pitch. And yeah, just just enjoy it. Bask in it. Watch the highlights. Watch that free kick again. Was that a bit of a I'm trying I was meant to be wrapping up, but you would I was like, oh, Pablo will have this. And then he kind of looked at him and went, No, I'm having it. And putting bottom bottom corner, I thought, oh, yeah. Anyway, enjoy it. It was changing at guards, wasn't it? It was. That's exactly what it was. That's how it felt, very much so. Right, so hope you enjoyed it. Enjoy your highlights. Enjoy the rest of your week. Speak to you after the Villa game.
0: Network.